Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. TPV Radio, Central Texas. This is ARBase. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. Are you ready? You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. In the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! That's right, family and friends. It is the hottest radio network on the planet. TPV Radio have an all-star lineup just for you. Sunday, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. Monday, it's The Grub at 12 p.m. The Reality Coach at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life at 6 p.m. Friday, The Caribbean Pepper Pot at 8 p.m. Saturday, Brother Down presents at 4 p.m. Men, let's talk every first Friday of the month at 4 p.m. TPV presents by appointment only. Coming to you on June 6th, it is our Saturday buffet with Lorraine Brown at 12 p.m. Walk with me. Let's go. At Majel's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. Hey, what's going on, home team? This your boy Gino Worldwide, Pastor Gino, man of Free Wave Radio, Generation Now Church in Murfreesboro. Hey, you are now listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. You're listening to Victory Over the Weights of Life. Over the Weights of War. With Sis Diane LeBrand. Right now on TPV Radio. This is Victory Over the Weight of Life with Sister Diane LeBrand. Hello, 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 how are you? 
Welcome to Victory Over the Wastes of Life. I am your host, author, and speaker, Diane Lubrin. How are you? I hope you are doing fantastic today. I was unable to be with you guys last week. I was not feeling my best. I guess with everything going on, everybody in the world, you kind of get to the point where you kind of have a little cabin fever And I guess that just kind of made me feel a little down a little. But I am back. I am feeling great. We're going to have a good hour. So I urge you right now, call somebody, let them know, hey, Diane is on. Victory over the weights of life is on. You never know what's going to come out of her mouth. (laughs) So go ahead and tell somebody, come on, come on, so you can hear this crazy lady who just tell her life story because of the wonderful things that God has done in my life. As we begin our show, we always want to invite the Holy Spirit in our midst. So Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we come. Lord, we want to thank you for today. God, we give you praise. We give you the glory and the honor that is due unto your name. Lord, we want to thank you for today, for today is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we invite you right now into this show. Lord, we ask that you draw from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Father, you know the people who need to hear this show, and I'm asking, Father, that it reaches out to them, Lord, would you push me aside, and Holy Spirit, would you have your way, speak Holy Spirit, and Father, I ask that your will be done in earth as it is in heaven, Father, I want to thank you for the Newtons, God, I want to thank you, and I bless them, I cover their house, their homes, their family, Father, under the blood of Jesus, Father, meet their needs, I pray, oh God, I thank you, God, for being a good God, for being a merciful God, for being an amazing God, even now, Father, we pray. Pray for everyone around the world, the ones dealing with the coronavirus, the ones who've lost family members, Father God, the ones who are living in fear, who are afraid. Father, tonight we come because we know, God, that you have not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. So tonight, God, we have decided we are going to stand in your truth because we know you cannot lie, and you say you got us, and that's all we need to know. So, God, we thank you for being a good father. Tonight we cry out Abba and we say glory to your name in the mighty name of Jesus we pray amen amen let the church say amen 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 praise God praise you the Lord glory hallelujah we serve a great and mighty God y'all we serve a loving God he's been good throughout all of this oh our God has kept us amen it could have gotten worse it could have been worse A lot of people have suffered. A lot of people have lost their lives. But glory be unto God, he is still absolutely in control. He is emperor of the universe. He still rules. He reigns both now and forevermore. And that's why we serve him, because he is God all by himself. So, again, I want to thank you, and I want to welcome you for being with me, Victory Over the Weights of Life. If you are not following me here, would you go ahead and like our page? If you are not following me on Facebook, I am Diane, L-E-B-R-I-N, Lubrin. Please follow me there. Go to lubrinbooks.com. If you register, I have a free ebook for you entitled, What Do You Know About Domestic Violence? As you know, if this is your first time, I would say, 
listening to my show. This uh, this platform, praise God, is based on on my testimony, how God brought me out of all these different aspects of abuse, amen, and the brokenness that I suffered and how God brought me through. And even when I thought he did not love me and even when I thought he did not care about me, the truth of the matter is he always loved me. It's the fact that I was just so blind and I had so much hurt, I could not see it. So I am here to encourage everybody to let them know that God loves you in spite of what you're going through. There is nothing that you are going through that God doesn't know about. And don't think at one moment he have not seen your tears. At one moment he have not heard your cry. And he just wants you to know that he loves you and he got your back and he wants nothing but the best for you. So I just want to go ahead and welcome you again. Uh, we're going to go ahead and have a couple songs, and when we get back, I will talk to you a little bit, and then we'll have a couple more songs, and I'll talk to you again, and then I'll talk to you again, and then I'll say goodbye. So, uh, Brother Chris, go ahead and cue us up for a couple songs, you guys. I want to thank you as we're listening to the song. Go ahead, invite somebody, call somebody, let us know. We are on, we are on. And again, I want to thank you for being here. Victory over the weights of life with yours truly, author and speaker, Diane Lubran. Walk with me, family. Let's go. You're listening to Victory Over the Weights of Life, Over the Weights of War, with Sis Diane LeBrand, right now on TPV Radio. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio, the station for inspiration. This is Sterling Roberts, and you are listening to the Samus Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go!
conversation Sometimes miscommunication Could be causing your frustration In every bad situation God is the only solution And the answer is love Love hey, Before you have confrontation Try to hold a conversation Sometimes miscommunication Could be causing your frustration In every bad situation God is the only solution
Jesus. I believe if he parted seas, this disease got to bow to the ruler. Christian radio quite like this. Quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. You're listening to Victory Over the Weights of Life. Over the Weights of War. With Sis Diane LeBrand. Right now on TPV Radio. Diane or Diane Lubre. You hear my introductions. Some people can say Diane. 
something you can't say, Deanne. I just don't want nobody calling me hey. <laughs> hey, you. You know, so praise God. You call Sister Diane, Sister Deanne, if you can say it, that'll be good. Praise God. Um, the state of Texas is, is beginning to open up. Uh, I think we are on our second phase. And uh, I got to tell you, life is so different out there. Uh, so that Saturday night, we went out to dinner, and we walked into the restaurant, and there were eight tables in the restaurant. <laughs> so we sat outside. I mean, four tables outside. We walked outside. It was another four. And I was like, wow, is this how life is going to be? Is this the future that we had planned? And Sunday, I was... Uh, some more stores open, you know, like department stores. So we went shopping and we got in the department store and you guys, it was like Christmas. Our, our people were just so happy to be out of the house. People were smiling. There were some people because in the state of Texas, our governor, he uh, recommends the mask, but it's not law where you have to wear it or you get fined. But one thing today in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, we are like 96 degrees. Yes. So I, if you don't know what it feels like to be 96 degrees with a mask on, don't try. Because it, it makes you lightheaded. And I do understand we're trying to be, we're trying to be healthy and we're trying to protect each other because we love each other. But I see it in the future that some people are going to faint because when Texas hit 100, 102, 103, and we have to wear this in July and August, it's not going to be very good. But it was just so good to be out to just see people. And before I go any further, I just want to encourage everybody, please do not give up hope. Please do not throw in the towels because there are so many people who committed suicide. There are so many people who just threw in the towel and they didn't think that it was ever going to get any better. But we pray. We are people of prayer, and we believe that God answers prayer. And one thing I know is that God will not allow his children to cry longer than they need to. He cannot take it when we cry. Amen. I understand all things or working together for the good. And I know there are some people, praise God, who have uh, given their life to Christ. Amen. God used me to bring uh, somebody to Christ. So in all this crisis, in all what we're going through, please don't give up hope. Our God is still a good God. He is still in absolute, absolute control. So you guys hold on in there. Keep praying. Keep talking. Keep seeking the Lord. And he will absolutely bring us out because he's worthy. Amen. So it is so funny that the second song played in regards to love and, and, and forgiveness because I was speaking with a young man this morning, 16 years old. And uh, let me shout him out. Hey, Dylan, how are you? I hope you're doing good, 16 years old. And I was talking to him and he was, well, he was asking questions and he wanted to know, about forgiveness. How do you know when you have truly 
forgiving someone? How how do you know? Because I believe if you are of a certain age, I believe we have all come across where somebody have hurt us and we hold them in contempt in, in our hearts. If you've never been in that place, like the old folks say, keep living, okay? Because I believe going through trials, going through tribulations, I believe people hurting you, people disappointing you. I believe that is all a part of life. <laughs> Excuse me. And I believe what it or who it points us to, it points us to God. It points us to God and to let us know the only person that you can absolutely count on, that you never have to worry about disappointing you or breaking your heart or rejecting you is God. In this life, you will get disappointed. You will get uh, rejected. You will, you know, be dismissed. And for a lot of people, especially those of us who came from abuse, whether it be mental, physical, emotion, financial, spiritual, psychological, molestation, rape, when you come from a place where you've been hurt to the core of you, there comes a time when the anger that is in you turns into other things. And it turns into hate, it turns into rage, and where hate is, where rage is, where anger is, I guarantee you'll find unforgiveness. The thing is with unforgiveness, unforgiveness is never for the other person. To for, I mean, I'm sorry, forgiveness is never for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. And the analogy that I gave to Dylan, I told him, I said, you hate me and you want to see me, you want to see me hurt. You want to see me rot in hell, right? Because the truth of the matter is when we hate people, when we have all this anger and unforgiveness in our heart, you just want to see that person hurt. You just want to see them, you know, in, in a place of misery, as much hurt that can be inflicted on them and in them. You just want to see them suffer. Amen. You just want to see them suffer. And what I told him, I say, this is what forgiveness is or unforgiveness is. Unforgiveness is this. You taking a mouthful of rat poison, eat it, and wait for the other person to die. It's never going to happen. When we harbor unforgiveness in our hearts towards whoever, an ex-boyfriend, an ex-wife, an ex-girlfriend, the, the old boss, a friend, family member, whoever it may be, Right? When we harbor unforgiveness in our hearts towards them, we are the ones who are eating the rat poison and waiting for them to die. And it's never going to happen. And the sad thing is, there are so many people who live in unforgiveness and they're waiting for something to happen to that person and that person can care less. Some, some ex-wife, she's waiting for, for that husband to drop dead. He's not going to drop dead because he done moved on. He's gotten remarried and started a whole other family. And here you are 10, 15 years later, you're still bitter, you're still cynical, you still anger. A, a man, you know what I'm saying? Somebody stole your job. You brought somebody on the job, they stole your job. Whatever the 
the situation may be, however you found yourself in the place where you have unforgiveness in your heart, the only person that's being hurt is you. One of the reasons why it is so detriment, detrimental, yeah, what, what is it, to uh, forgive somebody is the spiritual implications that comes with it. You see, when the devil wants us to stay in unforgiveness, because when we remain in that place, we are easy targets for him. You know what I'm saying? Because God will not bless you when you're walking around with all this unforgiveness in your heart. Because he asked this question, how can you say you love me, who you've never seen, and your brother who you see you hate? It's impossible to love God and hate somebody else. Because what you will say is, you love God. And God said to love your neighbor as yourself. We don't learn love. We don't know what true love is until we get connected to God. Because the truth of the matter is the person that should have the most resentment in their hearts would be God towards us. Because we did all our junk. And we're still continuing to do junk. And his son, who never committed any sin, Jesus, who never disobeyed him, he was the one who had to die this horrible death. So when we say we love God and we hate somebody, it's not love. We're confused. <laughs> okay? And I lived that life for so long, and I could not understand why are things not working out for me? I'm, I'm, I'm doing the same thing other people are doing. Why are people getting breakthrough? I'm, I'm going to church like them. I'm going to Sunday school like them. I'm praying like them. I'm doing these things like them. But when God was showing me that I had all these stuff in my heart, I turned a blind eye. I didn't want to receive it because I had gotten comfortable in the hatred that I had built up for them. I had gotten comfortable with the unforgiveness that was in me towards them. And when you get to that point and you get comfortable in anger and you get comfortable in hate and you get comfortable in unforgiveness and, and all this stuff, it is very, very, very difficult for you to even receive a word from God because anybody who comes to you and give you a word from God, you get defensive. You get defensive. And, and one of the things I noticed I would do, and I have to come to the realization and say, Diane, it's you. If you haven't, if there are five people in the room and you have a disagreement with all five, guess who is the common denominator? It's not them. It's you. And we don't like to say that. Because that means we have to look at ourselves in the mirror and we have to say, you're the problem and you have to make it right. And some of us, because of pride, we much rather stay where we are rather than going to that person and asking for forgiveness or making a decision and say, I forgive you for what you've done to me. It's not easy. But, again, you are robbing yourself of the abundant life that Jesus died to give to us. When we are so clogged up with unforgiveness, 
you cannot hear God because the Bible tells us he is light and in him is no darkness at all. And I promise you, if you have unforgiveness, bitterness, rage, you have no light in you. You are filled with darkness. And where darkness is, God cannot dwell there because he's too holy. He is light. So I was, I was explaining to him about, about forgiving. And when we decide to forgive somebody, is it going to be easy? No. Would you want to do it? The truth of the matter is no, because like I said, you've gotten comfortable with the hate. You've got comfortable with the unforgiveness. You've got comfortable being cynical. You've got, you've got comfortable, and now you've got to go, and you've got to look at yourself in the mirror, and then for you to say, it's me, your pride takes a blow. And some people, they cannot accept the best place for you to be is on your face before God. The best thing God can do is not pride out of you. But guess what? He's not going to get it out of you unless you agree with him that you want it gone. See, a lot of people want to be delivered. A lot of people want to be set free. But are you doing what you're supposed to do to get that? The Bible says faith without works is dead. So if you want to be delivered, you're going to have to put in some action. Now, I understand somebody saying, well, just die, we're under grace. I get it. I get it. We are under grace. But again, faith without works is that you have got to show God you want this. Okay? Because if you tell me you need something, or if you need something from me, and I got it, and you don't ask for it, I can't read your mind to just give it to you. Now, I know somebody, you know, super holy, super saved, you're going to say, well, the Lord knows your heart. He knows your thought afar off. Yes, but he's also a gentleman. He will not push himself on you. You know what I'm saying? He's not pushy. He's not a bully. He's not just going to come in and just say, you need this, you need this, you need this, and that's not God. That's not God. So when we decide to forgive, we have to think this is not about them. This is about me. This is about my relationship with the Lord. I heard the story, and it scared me so badly, and it caused me to understand what the Bible, what Jesus meant by wide is the way that leads to destruction and narrow is the way that leads to life. When that, that gave me a clear understanding of that scripture. The story was told. A pastor and his wife were on their way to church. They got in an argument. He got mad at her. And I guess within the length of time, she had already forgiven him, but he held on to the anger in his heart towards her. They ended up getting in an accident. And when he opened his eyes, he was in hell. Now, this man been living right all these years. And you mean to tell me you had anger in your heart towards your wife and that caused you to go to hell? And that's what we need to realize. In spite of how we lived before, 
we need to make sure we live a life that is pleasing unto God every day. We all have somebody. We all know of somebody that just gets under your skin. It could be a family member. It could be a child. It could be a coworker. It could be somebody. But because they get under your skin, that does not mean you should give the devil access to where you not liking that person causes you to walk in bitterness, anger, rage, or unforgiveness. Because, again, the only person that you are harming is you. When we decide to forgive, it's a decision that we must make. You cannot say, I'm going to forgive and then... Man, no, not today. I'm going to do it next week. Remember, tomorrow is not promised. Today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. His knocking at the door. If we open up, he will come in. He will sup with us. So if you are hearing this message, that means God is speaking to you. And not that he's just speaking to you now. You probably heard that before. Okay? And he's coming at you again telling you that person just when she said unforgiveness, that person that jumped in your mind right there, that one right there, that one right there, you still have not forgiven. Why? You loaned them money 20 years ago. They still ain't gave you your $20 back. Why? This, that, and your, and he's saying to you, you're not hurting anybody. You're hurting you. So I said to Dylan, I said, you have to make a conscious decision to forgive that person. Now, here's the thing. The Bible tells us, I love this story. I love this story very, very, very much. I love this story. The Bible tells us about the house that had been swept clean. And he tells us when that spirit leaves that house, the house had been swept clean. Okay, nothing is in there. We come to Jesus. We repent. Wash us in the blood. Father, cleanse us. God, purge, purify, sanctify us. God, we turn our backs on the world. God, we belong to you and you alone. Yes, Lord. The Bible said when that spirit leaves that house, the Bible said he goes out into the dry places. He go looking because a spirit cannot operate. He can't do anything unless he has a body. Amen? So he goes out looking for that body. The Bible tells us, that, that right there tells me, the spirit, they have memories, and they know where they came from, and they know they can always go back if, if the atmosphere is, is, is right for them to go back. And the Bible says, after that spirit has gone out and he tried to find another house, he said he comes back to that house. And he said, if that house is not garnished, if after we've repented, we get clean, we don't put anything in us, we don't put the word of God in us, we don't sing songs unto the Lord, we don't gather with the saints, we don't read our Bibles, we don't have a prayer life, we're still watching all this junk on TV we're not fasting, we're not seeking God, when, if we're not doing none of that, when that spirit comes back, the Bible tells us when he finds that house empty, not only do, does he come back, but he goes and he finds seven more wicked 
than him. Not as wicked, but seven more wicked than him. And him and that seven other, they come back to that house. And the Bible tells us the state of that man is now worse than what it was because you were clean. You got unforgiveness out. You made the decision, I'm going to forgive him. I'm going to forgive her. I'm going to let it go. But the minute you hear that name, you all huffy and puffy and you want to blow the house down. That's not forgiveness. That tells the enemy he still can access you. So I told Dylan, I say, when you make the decision to forgive, when the thoughts come back, say it out loud. Don't just think about it. Say it out loud. I've made a decision to forgive this person. I am not going to go back on my word. Lord Jesus, help me because I've decided to forgive that person. And sometimes you may have to say it more than once during the day. And let me give you a great scripture to combat these thoughts. What is this, uh, 1 Corinthians 10, verse 4? If not 1 Corinthians 10, verse 4, it's 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4. And it says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty to God through the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. God gave me that scripture because people I say I forgave. They kept on coming up in my mind, kept on coming up in my mind. I helped this one young lady, and, and <laughs> it's been said, when you see somebody's family is not willing to help them, don't do it either because there's a reason why mama's not helping you, grandmama's not helping you, your, your siblings are not helping you. If you ever find somebody in that state, pay attention. I didn't know that. I decided to help. And I helped, and I Open my home, come in, you, your kid, come in, no problem. And turn around and just hurt me so deeply, so, so deeply. And every time I would think of that child, my mind, I would just grind my teeth because I helped you. And I didn't want anything from you. I never asked you for rent. I never asked you for nothing. I just wanted you to come to get yourself together you know, because I understand what it feels like to be a single mom. I get it. I've been there. I get it. And I made the decision, but the thoughts still kept on coming back. And I remember I was listening to Joyce Myers, and I heard that scripture, and I said, I need to learn. And I memorized that scripture, and I remember laying on my bed, and that thought came to my mind, and I said it once, and the thought was still there. And I said it twice, and the thought was still there. In the middle of the third the thought was gone. By the time I said the fourth, I completely forgot what I was thinking about. And what happened the next day, the next day it didn't come up. And I think like the day after it came, I said it again. And after a while, it, like a week went by, and I was like, oh, I didn't even have that thought. Then I realized as I thought about that, it didn't bother me as much. And then I kept on saying it, and now... Last time I saw, I gave her a hug, a kiss, her and her kids, everything, gave them dinner, everything. That's when you know there is no unforgiveness in your heart. When you can love somebody who hurts you, when you can embrace them, when you can feed them, when you can still say, welcome into my home. 
you know you have forgiven that person. And when you forgive that person, I promise you, so many things that you have been praying for, that I have been praying for, doors begin to open. This radio show right here is a proof that when forgiveness coming, God will take you into places, have you do things that you never thought you could do. It was never in my heart to have this show. But what did he say? When you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desire of your heart. I was sitting at home one day, somebody saw one of my lives, and she wanted, she wanted me to be a part of day of day radio <laughs> and I called Sister Shanice and I told her what was going on. I said, I don't want to be shady but somebody called me and they want me to do this and we do the grub on Monday and I don't want to be in a shady place. And I didn't know Brother Chris was there and he heard and he said, Well why would she go over there and pay when she's family she can do the show here. Amen. That's how God works when we get unforgiveness out of our heart. It is necessary for God to be able to bless you. It is necessary for you to get it out of your heart. He tells us when we pray, and when we pray, we say, Father, forgive those as you, as, and forgive us as we forgive those who trespass against us. Jesus told, I think it was Peter, that asked, how many times should I forgive the person who offended me? Should I forgive them seven times? Jesus said, no. Forgive them 70 times seven. That's 400. <laughs> That's 490 times. And he's not telling you 490 times in a week, in a month, in a year, or whatever, because 490 times is more than a year, 365 days in a year. And in a thing in Matthew chapter 5, he told him, no. Not just seven times. He said, if that person comes to you seven times in the day and they repent, you have to forgive. Again, it's for you, not for them. Now, you're probably saying, hey, Diane, what if they never ask for forgiveness? Okay, you do it anyway. If they never ask, because some people will, you'll tell them, well, you hurt me, and you did, and they will swear up and down. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. You took it the wrong way. This is not what I meant. I was just joking, da, 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 da. And they will kind of not give what you're going through any attention. And what that will do, it will only make you more upset. It will it it'll make you even more mad. And the enemy will use that to keep you in a place like a spider does a fly in a spider web, okay? When you come out of, when you make the decision to come out of unforgiveness, God brings you out. But if you don't, you're like that fly in the spider web, buzzing, doing all you can, trying to get out. You cannot because you're stuck. You're stuck. And if you remain there, because there's also another story, another story, another parable Jesus told about to, to make things right with your adversary as quick as possible before they turn you over to the judge and the judge turn, turns you over to the officers and they lock you up. You're being tormented not by the people that offended you. You're being tormented by yourself. You are allowing what they did 
to keep you in a place of forgiveness. You are, sometimes we pray, thank you, Lord. Sometimes we pray and we say, Lord, uh, we come against the witches and the warlocks and, and God, uh, they're trying to imprison us. And, and, and sometimes, you know what? We walk into the prison and we just tell them, lock the door. How do we do that? When we walk in unforgiveness. When you and I say, I can never forgive him. I can never forgive her. They know what they did and they never apologize. Honey, let me tell you, don't hold your breath because they probably never will. Okay? They probably never will. But you have to come to the realization that you deserve a healthy life. You deserve to have a relationship with God that is not clogged, that you don't have all this junk in you because the more you keep the stuff in you, more stuff gets stuck to you, more stuff. So now you envy, you're jealous, now you're gossiping, now you're cursing, now you're lying, now you're doing all these things, you're stealing because this, because you saw her, she got an, a, new, a new dress, and you want her to know that she ain't the one that can only get a new dress, so you don't pay your light bill till you go get a new dress, so now they cut off your life. And it's just crazy. And we have got to come to the place and say, devil, no. No. I have decided to forgive, and I'm not going to turn my back on what I said. I say I will forgive, and that's where I'm staying. It doesn't matter what you bring up to me. I'm not falling for the okey-doke. Remember, the devil is trying to take as many of us to hell with him as possible. That's his whole objective. The devil don't love nobody. That's the most selfish sucker ever. He don't love nobody but himself. And when people think I'm living the good life and I'm happy, you cannot be happy with unforgiveness. Trust me, honey, I've tried it. You cannot be happy with unforgiveness because how can you be happy with unforgiveness in your heart? Because all you see, that person is burnt in your brain. You go to church and there she is. You go to Red Lobster, there she is again. You go to the gym, whoop, there it is. You look at yourself in the mirror. Next thing you know, you got your hair styled like her. You can't sleep. Who are you seeing in your sleep? You just tormented. Tormented. Get yourself out of prison. Make today the day that says, you know what? No longer will I allow anybody to keep me in the place where I cannot receive everything that Jesus died to give to me. Make your mind up that I am not going out like that. God said that Jesus came so that I may have life and have life more abundantly, and I am not, I refuse, I am not, I refuse, I am not going to go and let anybody keep me out of what God has for, for me. So today, I urge you, whoever the Lord have placed on your mind right now, that's the person you need to forgive. Whoever the Lord is showing you right now is the person that he's telling you to forgive. So let's say a quick prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we want to thank you. And God, we give you praise and glory. Lord, we want to thank you for your word. 
We want to thank you, God, that you love us so much that you are willing to let us see ourselves because the enemy have some of us, God, deceived, and we don't know. We think we have forgiven the one who's wronged us. And, God, we haven't. So tonight, Father God, we are asking in the name of Jesus that you give us the strength. Show us what real love is, God, where we can forgive all who have harmed us. And, Father God, as we pray, we pray again, God, for everyone in the world that are hurting, that are sick. God, stop by the hospital room. Touch the ones on the ventilators in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we give you praise and glory for all what you've done. And all which you're doing in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I just want to thank you guys again for being here. I pray that the Lord said something through me that is going to change your life. I pray that you make a decision now that you're going to forgive, you're going to release, and you're going to let go. Of course, again, I am author and speaker Diane Lubre. I ask that you go to my website, lubrandbooks.com. If you register, you enter your email address, I have a free ebook for you entitled, What Do You Know About Domestic Violence? And go to uh, Facebook, Diane, author Diane Lubrand. Please like and follow me there. Praise God. Uh, let me see. Let me see. I have a book coming out in October. I'm trying to have it ready. For October, praise God, I'll give you all some more updates about that. Please make plans. Please uh, put a notification on your phone every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. I will be right here. I will be right here with you again next week, God's will. Same time, same place, same station. (laughs) You will have another hour of me. So I want to just bless you. I pray that you sleep well. I love you. May God bless and cover you. Brother Chris, Sister Shanice, my heart is filled with love for you. I want to thank you so much. Until we meet again, everybody, next Tuesday, we will be right back in the name of Jesus. Family, walk with me. Let's go. Good night, everybody. Come on, thanks for the Lord. Listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go. TPV Radio, Central Texas. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.